Twelfth Night, Act Three, Scene One. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Twelfth Night by William Shakespeare. Act Three, Scene One. Olivia, read by Amanda Friday. Viola, read by Eden Brayhedrick. Give me your hand, sir. My duty, madam, and most humble service. What is your name? Cesario is your servant's name, fair princess. My servant, sir? T'was never merry world since lowly feigning was called compliment. Your servant to the Count Orsino youth. And he is yours, and his must needs be yours. Your servant's servant is your servant, madam. For him, I think not on him. For his thoughts, would they were blanks, rather than filled with me. Madam, I come to wait your gentle thoughts on his behalf. Oh, by your leave, I pray you, I bade you never speak again of him. But, would you undertake another suit? I had rather hear you to solicit that than music from the spheres. Dear lady, give me leave, beseech you. I did send, after the last enchantment you did hear, a ring in chase of you. So did I abuse myself, my servant, and, I fear me, you. Under your hard construction must I sit, to force that on you, in a shameful cunning, which you knew none of yours. What might you think? Have you not set mine honour at the stake, and baited it with all the unmuzzled thoughts that tyrannous heart can think? To one of your receiving enough is shown. A cypress, not a bosom, hideth my heart. So, let me hear you speak. I pity you. That's a degree to love. No, not a grise, for tis a vulgar proof that very oft we pity enemies. Why, then, methinks tis time to smile again. O oh, world, how apt the poor are to be proud! If one should be a prey, how much the better to fall before the lion than the wolf! Clock strikes. The clock upbraids me with the waste of time. Be not afraid, good youth, I will not have you. And yet, when wit and youth is come to harvest, your wife is like to reap a proper man. There lies your way, due west. Then westward ho, grace and good disposition attend your ladyship. Yield nothing, madam, to my lord by me? Stay. I prithee, tell me what thou thinkest of me. That you do think you are not what you are. If I think so, I think the same of you. Then think you right. I am not what I am. I would you were as I would have you be. Would it be better, madam, than I am? I wish it might, for now I am your fool. Oh, what a deal of scorn looks beautiful in the contempt and anger of his lip! A murderous guilt shows not itself more soon than love that would seem hid. Love's night is noon. Cesario, by the roses of the spring, by maidhood, honour, truth, and everything, I love thee so, that maugre all thy pride, nor wit nor reason can my passion hide. Do not extort thy reasons from this clause, for that I woo, thou therefore hast no cause, but rather reason thus, with reason fetter. Love sought is good, but given unsought, better. By innocence I swear, and by my youth, I have one heart, one bosom, and one truth and that no woman has, nor ever none shall be mistress of it, save I alone. And so adieu, good madam, never more will I my master's tears to you deplore. Yet come again, for thou perhaps mayest move that heart, which now abhors to like his love. End of Twelfth Night, Act Three, Scene One